0: It's Monday, and we all know what that means by now, don't we? Yes, we do indeed. I, Kevin, hello, I'm going to talk to you about the paranormal. Now, a bit of a change in scenery today, but not too much of a change. Basically, we're not going to have a listener-submitted paranormal experience, and the reason for that will become clear. It's because we've got an extra-long Becker's a corner, and the reason for that is because... On the way home from watching the film, which I'm going to review in today's Paranormal Review, we got a taxi. And in that taxi, the taxi driver told us a ghost story. So we're going to discuss that as part of Becca's Reddit Corner. And it was wonderful. Was it scarier than the film? I don't know. We'll find out. Anyway, how are you all doing? I hope the world is treating you like, I don't know, like a child treats a puppy. And I mean a nice child and a nice puppy. Not a naughty child and a naughty puppy. Um, you know, strokey strokey patty patty, feedy feedy, that sort of way. And yeah, and your week is going to be a belter. Even if you think it's not, it's only Monday. You can change it, okay? Yeah. So let's begin. How do we begin the show? Well, we begin by saying a thank you to our newest Patreons. And when we do that, we do it by the medium of song. So when you sign up to Patreon, don't know why I done it in that voice. But when you sign up to Patreon, not only will you support the show, but you will receive two, yes, two additional Patreon shows each and every week. One of which is me just rambling, as you can tell. I'm quite fond of that. And the other is where we try and keep it paranormal. Now, me and Becca had a really good paranormal-based chat um, for the upcoming one, the one that's about to be aired coming the coming? The one that's about to be aired this coming Sunday. It was quite deep, quite personal, and then we talk about some churches which are haunted. So it was actually on topic, if you will. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed doing it. So go over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. And not only do you get all of that, and by the way, genuinely, there's about 500 hours, and this increases every week by about 100 there's at least 300 hours worth of content over there for you to binge at your leisure put it on while you paint a house you could paint many houses with the number of hours of Patreon material over there anyway who signed up to Patreon this week well we have three fantastic new Patreons to say thank you to we have Mark Laurie, RS Friedenberg and Emma McPhee and this means the guitar is out and this means I've got a little country number to say thank you Oh, yeah. Signing up to Patreon means you can listen all day at work. Like Mark Laurie, Emma McPhee, and R.S. Burke There's over 10,000 hours, well, that's gone up again. By the time I finish this thank you, there's probably 32,000 hours there. There's no... Don't know what that code was, but what I'm basically trying to say is a big thank you from the bottom of my swinging brick directly to you. Ended it on a seventh with some very dodgy falsettos, a dodgy chord thrown in. And also, Kevin, you can a falsetto out of the name R.S. Friedenberg by going R.S. Friedenberg... Because his name or her name isn't R.S. Friedenberg... It's Berg. Anyway, let's get to a film to review and I think it was inevitable what the film was going to be, so let's review it right now. Yes, it's time for me to review something paranormal so you don't have to review it for yourself. Sounded a bit Welsh there, didn't mean to. Anyway, what we're going to review this week, unsurprisingly to everyone, is The Exorcist Believer. Now, I had the pleasure of watching this on its launch day of Friday the 6th. It should have been Friday the 13th, which would be, be, you know, that's perfect. For the exorcist film but of course taylor swift and her swifties got involved and said no on friday the 13th we'd sooner watch a concert and i think that's perfectly fine that long pause was there for a reason i'll let you make your own minds up why it was there anyway the film i'm not going to give any spoilers out because who would like to do that but i will talk about what's in the trailer and also give my opinion on the film okay so there's Anything you see in the trailer, if, you know, if you watch a trailer, that's not a spoiler because it kind of dictates, or not dictates, it gives an inkling of what the film was about. So premise-wise, is in the trailer, so we can talk about that. Two girls go off into the woods, they come out, they think they've been gone three hours, they haven't, they've been gone three days, and they're both possessed. Okay, fine. It takes place in the universe of Exorcist 1, if you will, or The Exorcist. So, because of that, which I thought was wonderful, I loved the trailer. Because it harked back to some of the cinematography, if you will, of the first film, like dogs fighting in the street and stuff like this, and I thought it was marvelous as a trailer. It really wet my appetite, and I was so excited for the film um, because it's in the, the universe of the first film. And you see this in the tra- in the trailer. Reagan's mum, Kathy McNeil, she makes an appearance in it. I won't say any more than that because you know that is spoiler territory. But she does make an appearance in it because um, one of the, the nurses who's looking after the two girls, who, by the way, is Aunt Lydia from Handmaid's Tale, says, I know someone who's had experience with this, hence, Kathy McNeil comes in. Um, and I was so excited with it, with the film, the premise, the everything, the fact it's in the universe. There were several things that I wasn't happy with with the film, if I'm being perfectly honest. I thought it started well. Here's an interesting thing that I did find, though, where I've sort of had to slap myself on the wrist and say, ah, you don't know as much as you think you know, is in the trailer, there's a bit... It's called The Body and the Blood. Like, that's a side catch line for the film. You see one of the possessed girls... Walking up the aisle of a church mass. I think it's like um Baptist church, maybe. I don't know, because it's not a priest doing the service. Anyway, uh walking up the aisle and she's covered in blood and she's well, she's covered in wine or something, and she's going the body and the blood, and she's clearly possessed at this point, and she's walking up the aisle of this church. Now, I seen that in the trailer and thought, well, that's a bit over the top, because, you know, if you're possessed, you're Religious iconography makes you go, ah, and you know, as we've seen in The Exorcist. So to be able to enter a church in the first place possessed, I thought, hmm, that's a bit of a continuity error. But then I was researching the first episode I'm going to do for The Dark Paranormal Season 13, which is of a possession case. And the demon within this possessed person was so strong, it could even receive Holy Communion or the Eucharist, which is one of the sacraments, if not arguably the most important sacraments, because uh, I know for non-religious people, you're thinking, what? basically, the Eucharist is where they give out the little pieces of rice paper and say the body of Christ, and you say, Amen, and you take it, or you drink some wine, and they say the blood of Christ, and you say, Amen. Now. In Catholic tradition, at least, and also any sort of Christian faith where they do the Eucharist, I think it's called transmubigation or something. It's the idea of prior to that, the priest will put his hands over the rice paper and the wine. And in essence, what he's meant to be doing is bringing down the Holy Spirit and this transmubigation or whatever it's called takes place and it turns, in theory, the rice paper into the body of christ into the flesh of christ and the wine into the blood of christ so therefore arguably it's the most important sacrament and there are seven sacraments you know like baptism blah 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 confession but arguably because you're eating christ cannibalistically or not it's the most important but the demon in this story i'm researching was able to take the eucharist was able to eat that um, because it was so powerful. So I kind of slapped myself on the wrist and went, okay, but the thing is, not a lot of people know that. But then I thought, not a lot of people will know when they're watching the film that she shouldn't be allowed to enter a church. So, you know, <laughs> it's a weird one when you're so into the paranormal. I think I expected too much from the film, in all honesty. I was Brennan put a really good thing up um, from the Ghost Story guys about it when he watched it. He said... He thought it started excellently. And then when it became to The Exorcist, it lost itself. And I understand what he means by that. What I said, because I work in analogy land, is I said, What I think it was like, it's like you see a magnificent wardrobe in an IKEA catalogue, right? And you think, I want that. That's the trailer, right? So then I've bought that. and I've put it together myself, although the note inside said, get an expert to put this together. So so the films ended up like a wardrobe with back to front doors, you, but it can still hold clothes. <laughs> what an analogy, Kevin. What I mean is basically, if, if you're a huge Exorcist fan and you wanted the sort of canon to continue, you're going to be disappointed. If you are a horror fan and you just want a good scare, you're going to enjoy it. So the wardrobe holds clothes is what I mean. It it does its function. Um, but there are many holds. Uh, it, for example, and this, it, it's a bit of a, it's not really a spoiler, but Pazuzu's not mentioned in it. However, I will say this. I need to rewatch it because I am a strong, well, when I say I'm a strong believer, what I mean is, because you watch it, you can't rewind in a fucking cinema, can you? I mean, I suppose somebody can, but I certainly can't, having paid for a ticket. But I'm pretty sure when I rewatch that in the first half of the film, now when you go and watch it, check this out for me, that there is a lot of subliminal background stuff going on. I'm sure of it. I'm sure there's like Shadow Man. I'm sure at one point, um, and it's not a spoiler, A guy runs through a barn. That doesn't spoil anything, right? Okay. But I'm sure that um, the word Pazuzu is there in wood, but on the doors, like different letters. But have a look. Tell me if if I've just made this up because I'm only going off the memory of seeing it once and I do need to rewatch the first half. I thought the first half was excellent. Um, The whole film is good, don't get me wrong. Do you know if this wasn't in the canon of The Exorcist. You know, if this was called, like, I don't know, The Demonic Woods, I'd be like, this film was fucking boss. But because I was so looking forward to it, I couldn't help but feel a little bit let down. My attitude might change when I rewatch it. I might be like, I missed that, I missed that, I missed the other. There's also, and I need to double check this, again, I've watched it once, so I don't know whether I'm talking fact, but... There might be, at the end credits, not a spoiler, not like a scene where you go, oh, but during the end credits, you know where it says, like, um, man who fell down the stairs was Jeff, man who served a pint of lager was Bill, and things like that. One of them, I'm sure, um, is a one-word name, and it's the name of Pazuzu's wife in the Mesopotamian myth, or myth, fucking hell. folklore, of uh pazuzu existing because pazuzu as in the demon that like possesses reagan in exorcist one apparently his wife was fucking worse um and she was blamed for miscarriages and stuff and all that carry on so people would give offerings to pazuzu in the hope that he'd have a word with his wife so that she wouldn't come around and steal babies basically and i'm sure that i've seen her name come up in the credits and somebody playing her So maybe I've missed that, maybe, you know, maybe that's... Because the thing is, this is a trilogy. The um, Blumhouse have bought this as a trilogy. So we've got Believer out now. In two years, I think it's Deceiver. And then two years after that is Redeemer. So it's going to be a trilogy, this Exorcist franchise, all within the Exorcist canon. And I'm excited to see where it goes. It can only get better from a, a person who wants to see the canon explored further. In my opinion, it can only get better. But as a standalone film, you know, it's good. It it is a good film. It's worth a watch. Definitely worth a watch. Even if you haven't seen the original Exorcist, you kind of don't need to have, in all honesty, because they, you know, as I say, it's not that much within canon. It's not like... I'm trying to think. It's not like you have to have watched the first Star Wars to know what's happening in the second Star Wars. Do you know what I mean? And I've never watched Star Wars, so I don't know whether that's relevant. But do you know what I mean? It's not like it. You can watch it standalone. So currently, my review for The Exorcist Believer, it's a very tentative. One thumb up, a bit out, and one thumb sideways. And I need to rewatch it. And I need to let it settle because it's Monday and I only watched it two days ago. So I don't know. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think anyway when you get to see it. But yeah, one thumb slightly out and up and one thumb out and sideways. Put it this way, if I went out like this... I'm doing it now, as I'm I'm saying it. And if I went out in the street like this, I'd be arrested and placed in a home. Anyway, what we're going to do now, we're not going to have a paranormal story from one of our listeners because of the reasons I explained earlier, we're instead going to have an elongated Becker's Reddit corner with a fantastic tale we were told by a taxi driver when we left The Exorcist Believer. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for Paranormal Reddit Corner with Becker. So here we are once again in the... It's not a basement, it's not a dwelling of horror or evil... It is. It is a beautiful place, but it is scary. It and,
1: is scary.
0: And it is owned by none another, none none and other, none other than um, Becca. Hello, Becca's here. Hooray! Hooray! Um, you're going away again, aren't you? I am. So I think, if my maths are correct, which I believe they are, that next week's red corner would be your last for that week.
1: Yes, I should only be missing one.
0: should only be missing one. Yes, but we'll miss you. Aww. Ah. Ah. Um, I mean,
1: I say this, but last time I went away, when I rang you for a chat, you had me doing a Reddit corner from there, didn't you?
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, so you never know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so today's film review, I'd done done The Exorcist, which we both watched. I did, yeah. Didn't yeah?
1: Was it how how would you review? Well, I mean, don't just like repeat everything you said. But
0: I haven't said anything yet because I'm doing this before I do the review.
1: <laughs> right. Okay.
0: So I'm kind of. will, doing ooh,
1: will it be positive?
0: A bit back to front. Well, uh, you know me in spoilers, so I'm not going to give any spoilers away.
1: I know you are almost certainly going to give a spoiler away. Yeah. I'm, you you struggle to talk about I something might. without doing spoilers. Try not to, though.
0: I'll try not to. So with you not being as knowledgeable about The Exorcist as I am,
1: how dare you? But you're not. I know a lot about the, ex- yeah. No, okay, not about The Exorcist. It's amenable. I know. Yeah, yeah. Bloody um, everything yeah, about exactly. It? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Janet.
0: As, a, as exactly, exactly. Yeah. So as a standalone film,
1: Mm-mm.
0: given that you've have you watched The Exorcist.
1: I feel like I've kind of absorbed it as a kid.
0: Like, th- so you th- you think you watched it through osmosis, like me with yeah, Star Wars?
1: Yeah, I don't remember actually sitting down, but I know a lot about it. Like
0: if someone says Jabba the Hutt, I'd be like, "Oh, Jabba!" But I've never watched Star Wars. Do you know what I mean? Right. so... it's um, really I,
1: upset a lot of Star Wars fans out there. Yeah,
0: I do I, that because that's how we speak. So I wouldn't you know? I just <laughs> it's like, "Do you watch Star Wars?" Um, what would you think? What would you?
1: It was alright, yeah. um, The thing is, I don't like scary films, Mm. like, as a general. Mm. So, I was dreading it a bit. Um, But it was alright, I found it kind of tolerable. I would say, like, at the the kind of, the first half or maybe third, I was struggling with, like, that was quite scary. Mm. And I think it's fair to say that it moves on from tension into kind of gruesomeness.
0: Yes, a part. lot of people have said this,
1: and I can um, I can handle that a lot, but like that doesn't really bother me that much. Yeah. Whereas the tension is kind of what gets me, and like I, you know, you you kind of were like, oh... Because we went to the cinema to see it, and there were a few times where like just a normal thing happened, but because I was so tense, I jumped a mile. Yeah, um, and I had to be really strategic with my drink because I had a glass of prosecco tonight yeah, yeah. Um, that doesn't have a lid, so I had to be really strategic when I picked it up because I thought if I jump, yeah, you when had I've to got wait this, for what
0: was guaranteed to be a calm scene. Yeah,
1: this is going to go everywhere all over me. Um, but yeah, like to, as I said towards the second half, it kind of went into more like horror gore territory than tension. Yeah. Um. Which I found more tolerable, and that that's that'll be entirely dependent on people's preferences. Whether you like that or they don't like that, some people love that about horrors, don't they? So. Yeah, I
0: agree. Uh, I'm I've never been a gory horror film mm. thing because nine times out of ten they're not based on fact. Yeah.
1: I thought it was okay. I liked the story. I like the um like the different characters. Um, I liked that Aaron Burr was in it. Excuse me. Are you Aaron Burr, sir? So that's depends right. who's Someone asking. From well, sure. So yeah.
0: Um, yeah, a lot of people have said that it 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 it's an up and down.
1: I thought it was. It, I thought it was fairly well rounded. You know, like, like different people had different stories, mm. kind of bring them together. It was fairly realistic in like you know in a few ways. It wasn't just like a load of people weren't just like one D kind of thing. You know, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. Like I mean,
0: my things. my review that i that people would have heard by now, I've already said that I needed to say. Um, the only thing I will reiterate is I thought they could have done a lot more. There were a lot of times when I was like, "Why didn't you just do this?" Mm. You know, you, you know, for example, if somebody—well, I won't—I won't repeat myself, but if somebody yeah. like done a cherry, said, "I've made a Bakewell tart out there," mm. and they were it was a cupcake version, and there was no cherry on top, I'd be like, yeah. "Why haven't you put a cherry Why on top of this? this? Why don't you just do that?" Yeah, you know,
1: I like that it wasn't um, like solely kind of completely on the Christianity thing as well. that There was other elements that was good.
0: I see anyway.
1: Okay. Oh well, you were asking me, I wasn't asking you. No, no,
0: no, no, it's a good point. It's a fair point. I I appreciate your uh, your opinion on it. Anyway yeah. the w we'll come back to that actually. Uh, in fact Um I'm I'm thinking will we come back to that or will we bring that story should we save that for for something else? Anyway, let me think on that. Whilst in the meantime, I pass you Reddit Corner.
1: Welcome to Reddit Corner with Becca.
0: Hooray!
1: The title of this story is, was a believer, but this made me believe in it 100%. So, So no change.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you believe in ghosts? Oh, yeah. But something happened that made me really believe yeah,
1: in it. Yeah, 100% believe. Okay. Hi, everyone! Hi. Uh, exclamation mark. So we're off to a very welcoming and chirpy start. I like that. I've had experiences before, but could always explain it away. Cold spots, footsteps, shadows, etc. As a kid, I lived in a house I believe was haunted and had a lot of strange instances. Didn't truly believe it until I stopped to talk to my stepmother at the time and said that she had also had experiences. Sorry, I'm lost. Were you a believer or not? This is getting very.
0: Yeah. It was yeah, yeah.
1: I believed it was haunted. Uh, Strange said but then didn't truly believe it. We're back and forth here. Well, forth. Uh, it's it's, it was...
0: it's common to to question, second guess yourself, isn't it? Okay.
1: Fair enough. Um, my father is sceptic as hell, but even he said that place had something wrong with it. Whatever, could just say because I was a kid. Cold spots can be many things. Yada yada. Yada yada. So with this, I've always believed in spirit, but had never truly felt like I had a fully transparent experience. Okay. Did they mean transparent there?
0: No. I don't think they mean transparent. Okay. I think they mean obvious blatant sort of thing.
1: That was until a few years back. Dun, dun, dun. My friends and I were all 19 at the time and were at one of the friends' houses. It was just the three of us and we've been friends since we were really young. So we all were and are very close. It was very late, and my one friend, let's call him Nate, the owner owner of the house, had fallen asleep. So it was just my one friend and I left. All of a sudden, she's getting messages from Nate's family that he needed to check his phone because they needed to talk to him. Long story short, Nate's mother had gotten into an accident and passed.
0: Jesus. That took a
1: turn. certainly did. We stayed with Nate until his family came over and then headed home to give them space. One friend and I, let's call them Oliver, went back to my house, sat in the car and talked. We were in shock and wanted to be together to work through the tragedy together. Sorry if that sounds silly, but I'm not quite sure how to preface that moment.
0: No, fair enough. There's no right or wrong in that moment.
1: Oliver and I kept talking about how much we love Nate's mum and were praying for her, saying how much everyone cares for her and how we can't believe that she's gone. All of a sudden, my body went haywire. Goosebumps all over, and my body felt completely weightless. I then started to feel something rush through me and tears instantaneously start flowing. No control, and it truly felt like an energy floated through me. I turned to Oliver and told them what had just happened, with tears still running down when they say they watched it happen. They swore they saw a shadow behind me in the back seat when it first started happening. We both believe it was Nate's mother visiting us to tell us she was okay now. Interesting. They keep saying, what happened, what happened, what happened. I, I'm not kind of getting exactly what happened, you know what I mean? Aside from the feelings that they've had.
0: Well, you know, they're saying they're talking about the passing of the mother and they're trying to get their heads around her, having a chat in the car by the sounds of it, giving the backseat comments. And she's felt a bit weird.
1: Yeah, she's felt a bit weird. I turned to Oliver, told him what happened. And... And and tears still running down when Oliver says, Yeah, watched it happen. Watched what happened. Watched how you felt happened.
0: No, this this shadow appear in the back of the car.
1: Right, okay. Um sorry if this is long winded, and I don't mean to sound insensitive to the very horrible situation, but it's so hard to describe that experience as anything other than incredible. And like Nate's mum was there saying goodbye. Thank you for well, listening, if you've made it this far. Oh, this is the first post they've ever made, um, and I hope they're going to be able to share more in the future.
0: Well, hopefully not, if it's to do with that, you know what I mean? It's Unless they mean like, as in like, I like dogs, as opposed to, so Satan came to visit me <laughs> last night. Yeah. Any comments? I know it's relatively fresh.
1: Um, someone said, paranormal, I can't say yes or no, but only a good human would, would feel empathy like that. You're a good human.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, And this is the thing and it's common and it's, um, you know, it's something quite prevalent personally going on. And also with friends of mine in the last year, it's this thing about what you do. There's a, if you're the outsider of a situation where somebody's losing or someone's lost someone, there's a sense as an outsider of doing right or wrong. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And making the right or wrong decision. Yeah. And I'm a big believer that there is no right or wrong decision. I mean, to the extreme, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for example, if somebody loses a parent and you turn up with flowers um, and balloons and a cake and say, "Sorry to hear about your parents,"
1: well, flowers is actually very appropriate. I know
0: that's why I, I had to have balloons and cake. <laughs> I realised, um, but there's no right or wrong as long. But, as I mean, it,
1: even it, like independently taking cake on its own would also be acceptable.
0: Yeah, but collectively, <laughs> or, and they're, they're also dressed as a clown. Okay um is that all right is that individually would that be okay
1: only dressed as a clown because i i would appreciate balloons
0: yeah <laughs> would you forgive the clown outfit if so say if you had a family member pass away mm. and a, uh not me because that'd be mm. weird someone that you know dressed up as a clown alone mm. and not to offer condolences would you then i think that's crossed the boundary from there is no right and wrong
1: it is unless they are a professional clown and have dropped in on the way back from work.
0: Okay. How about if they're not a professional clown, but they are carrying balloons because they know you like balloons.
1: Well, I'd be happy with the balloons. Too. But
0: would you be highly questionable why the dress is clown?
1: If they're not a professional clown, yes. Then yeah, if fair enough. Is.
0: That seems right. But I do think it's all about intent and I think it's, there's no right or wrong. Yeah. And everyone should remember that when they're trying to offer messages of condolence, I think.
1: Yeah, I actually think that a lot of time when people say, oh, I don't know what to say and so they didn't say anything, that that's, that's actually worse. the wrong, yeah. yeah, you're saying there's no right or wrong, but I think no acknowledgements no is acknowledgments worse is than worse. clumsy acknowledgements.
0: Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with that, yeah. Yeah, so it's an interesting one, that, very interesting indeed, very interesting indeed. Um... Now, I was going to save this, this was what I was debating, I was going to save this for the Patreon episode, and then I thought, no, you know what, as we were mid-telling that, I thought, no, we may as well share it on this, because, you know, I don't want to be one of those people, oh, you have to check Patreon to hear what we were going to say, sort of thing. I mean, by all means, do check Patreon, cause we're about to record a Patreon about haunted, um, I think it's churches. Haunted churches, but it's to do with witches and all stuff. Very halloween Very good. Go and sign up to Patreon. And the
1: Patreons have the same high level of professionalism, clearly, yeah. as Reddit Corner does.
0: Um, but, the for me, what was kind of more interesting and more scary than the Exorcist mm. film was our taxi journey back.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot about this.
0: So, when we get into the taxi, the lad's he's, sound, he's scoused through and through.
1: Yeah, quite young, isn't he?
0: Quite young. And he's like, "Oh, what have you been doing with your night then? Because it was a Friday night." Yeah. And we're like, "Oh, we just went to watch that Exorcist 3. Oh, was there any good? So I was like, "So." Just,
1: just to jump in, he's more like, "Oh, what have you been doing with your Friday night then?" Wasn't <laughs> he? It Was like yeah. a, the strongest he's of the strongest scouts.
0: Strongest scouts. So anyway, he goes, "Do you believe in all that then?" Like, so I thought, "Oh, aye, aye, mm-hmm. here you are." So I went, "Yeah, I do." She doesn't. So anyway, he goes, "Have you ever seen a ghost?" Um, now you so always know where this is leading. Now I'm thinking, here we go. I'm like. Um, not what I'd say, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't definitively say yes. I think I've been in the presence of, you know, the other side, but I I haven't seen a ghost. Um, so Becca says, have you? And he goes, yeah. And we're like, what? Like you know, this, like in a nice way, proper scally lad is saying, yeah, he's seen a ghost. Like you just look like he's driving on like a BMW or something. He's clearly in like designer club at his top top head. Do you know what I mean? He's like, yeah, I've seen a ghost. Um, So he goes on to regale a tale that there's basically we talked before and we've done even a special before in St James's Graveyard in the middle of Liverpool City Centre.
1: Yeah, in the grounds of the Anglican Cathedral.
0: Yeah, in the grounds of the Anglican Anglican Cathedral. Now there's around seventy thousand bodies buried there. Due to both um, workhouses, um, not not to do with the plague, unbelievably, to do with workhouses, a lot of Irish famine victims. Mm. Um, it's where
1: that is. It, was it Jenny Greenfingers or Green Teeth or something?
0: Jenny uh, Green Teeth yeah, myth so, comes from.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's there, isn't it? The um, same place. Yeah,
0: but there's like seventy thousand bodies buried there anyway. But to get the, there's like the Anglican cathedral, which is beautiful, um, and to the left there's a little tunnel. And when you go down that tunnel, you're then in the graveyard of old. Like, there's no new burials taking place there. It's, uh, it's like a garden now, a huge garden, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, just with all old gravestones. Like, we're talking 1700s and earlier. And I think the eldest is 1912, maybe. Anyway, and there's a path that leads right through to the other side of the Ang- Anglican Cathedral to a street known as Upper Parliament Street.
1: Yeah, so you can walk from Duke Street or upper Duke Street, upper Duke through street to through that street graveyard without to having there. to go up and round Yeah,
0: street. so it's a shortcut, basically. Yeah. Now he said him and him and his girlfriend one night, um she suggested going through this graveyard to save time.
1: Yeah, well she says, What do you want to do Do you wanna cut through the graveyard, it's quicker or do you want to go the long way? Yeah. <laughs> and he said, Well, you know what? I had to I had to, like be the big man and front of it out didn't I? Yeah, and I yeah. was like, Yeah, yeah, no Sam, go the quick way, go the yeah, quick go way. The, we'll
0: just do the quick way, Sam. And he said, um, but as soon as he went start to go through the tunnel he was thinking, What if I fucking and anyway, he said they get to more or less the end of the of the path, which brings you out through some double gates to Upper Parliament Street. Now this part in particular, it's very overgrown on both sides of the path. And it's like overgrown to the point where there are gravestones sticking out of the overgrownness. It's relatively well tended now, but anyway, he says stood behind one of the gravestones, and he and this is what was so believable about it is that he didn't know what the person was wearing. He had to describe it, and we had to tell him what it was.
1: Yeah. So first of all, he says he says him and his girlfriend, his whole his girlfriend's holding his hands, and they're like you know. We,
0: squeeze so, a bit tight because yeah. they're
1: both a bit freaks but then suddenly she grabs his hands really tight mm. so he looks at her she's not looking at him she's looking off like to the right or whatever so he follows her gaze and sees this thing
0: yeah right. he said and it's a really old woman he said and she's wearing like this like cloth thing around her head
1: yeah he went oh I don't know what you call don't it don't know what
0: you call it and I was like was it a bonnet and he went no 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 like so I said was it tied under the neck he went under the chin and he went yeah that's it yeah it was white he said, and she's wearing like this white, like I don't know what you'd call it again. So I'm like, was it like
1: a Well he said it wasn't it wasn't a wedding dress, but it was yeah. like
0: it wasn't a wedding dress, now was it like a shawl? Like a and he went, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was like. So it sounds like like some like like a Victorian death shroud is what it sounds like, with mm. a bonnet. Um and but this and this is another th- so the fact he couldn't describe you know what I mean? He didn't have words to describe what yeah. she was wearing. Yeah. gave gave it an air of authenticity. Mm. But then also this, he said, he went, "I'm what was she doing?" He said, "He just she just had both of her hands on top of the gravestone, and she was looking off to the right, mm. towards the right hand side of the path. Not yeah, you know, and as I say, if you're making a story up, you're, she's looking back at you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You're running yeah. away. I said, so what did you do?
1: And well, went, then she walks, doesn't she? She. She left it. He said she walks back. She said she started off behind the gravestone and then walks off like looking elsewhere, walked. Walked, walked towards off.
0: where she was looking. Yeah. Um No,
1: walked somewhere else, like walk just walked off.
0: Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't through. recall that bit. I just remember him saying he looked back and he didn't see anything. But his missus reckons she's seen him she's seen it rise up from behind the gravestone. Yeah, so that's
1: how she first saw him. So she, oh. so that so he didn't see so yeah, he because he only got onto it once his girlfriend was already onto it. But his girlfriend, like Lisa said, that when she first saw her, she
0: she rose came up, up from, the, from other graves, the gravestone. and now
1: in fairness, that sounds petrifying. That the sound idea special. of like popping up slowly, slowly like from, yeah,
0: but but the fact she had a hand on a grave on the gravestones on that gravestone, sorry, mm. implies that hers. Now what I've said, we should does do. It,
1: I was going to say it implies that the gravestone was there when she was alive.
0: how do you figure?
1: Because if she's familiar with those surroundings, you know, like how they reckon that ghosts kind of, if ghosts walk through walls, there would have be been a door there when they lived right, there.
0: Right, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Like that if she's kind of, re-po- like, if she's just going work, she would adapt to how it was when well, she was there. So if she's familiar with the gravestone, that it would be there.
0: I would say, would I would say, she was alive my point of view, and it would be given she seems to be in a death shroud sort of thing, that that's her gravestone. Now I, I think I'm right on
1: this. You know, I
0: think I'm right on this, and you know why I referred you, because well, we had a big discussion about this. There's um, a painting, a very famous, well, it's a drawing really, of you can Google it of uh, Edward Kelly and John D doing some necromancy, and they are stood in a protective circle, and the thing they've brought up from the dead is exactly the attire, more or less, what this lad's describing, mm. and that's what's amazing as well is that he would he's not seen that picture. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't know what he's describing. Mm. Um, But I think if we went to the gravestone graveyard, I know exactly what he's talking about and looked at those gravestones. One of them will be A, of that time, and B, a female. Um, So we should do that. Mm. Anyway, but yeah, I I found his whole story, and we're talking about an eight-minute taxi drive, Mm. much more intriguing than
1: the film. Yeah, but you also find like real life ghost stories more intriguing than fiction, anyway. Well, that's true. I think that would be the case about any film. Yeah, that is true. Because um, before we, like, before we got out, I kind of said, like, no. So what was she wearing? Um, and that was it. And I was just waiting. The, the one thing that that didn't swing it for me because I thought it always oh, bloody is. And I was thinking we had was it Victorian, was it Victorian. And he went, she's dressed like Victorian. I was like, yeah,
0: always Victorian. Yeah, but also, as I say, ben why are the
1: ghosts always Victorian?
0: But she's come, she's rising up from like a Victorian gravestone.
1: Yeah, I know, but just all oh, the ghosts are always Victorian. I'm Sick of it. Like, why is there never? No, different... we've had we've had this very
0: conversation when we went to Blackburn House and we were doing the ghost hunt. They said one of the ghosts seen is of a
1: young lad in a Ben Sherman shirt. No, that was a real man wandering around, like it, as part of the night. And some and then he tried to make out like he might have been a ghost when he was seen because there were no there was no activity. Someone was like, Did you see that man in the check shirt? She was like, Yeah, and they said there'd be no one else up here. So they were it was a real man, everyone saw the real man. They were trying to make out like he might have been a ghost. No, it's it, no, it, no that's no, definitely what well that anyway,
0: i Anyway, on this disagreement, <laughs> thank you for allowing us into your corner. You're welcome. And um do you wanna say
1: Oh yeah, try This is my corner. Yes. Where I see goes. Yes,
0: of <laughs> you can. You can sign us off.
1: Thank you for visiting Reddit corner with Becca. Thanks, Becca. Bye, guys.
0: See you now.